0: character is because I heard him through the wall. That driving was absolutely tubular, guys. (laughs) You are inside now of this big vehicle, which they call Big Red. In the front, you see two figures in coveralls, which you are acutely familiar with. The one on the right is a round faced teenager, and the one on the left, a slightly older woman with shaved head on one side of her face who's driving and looking at you real excited and talking about how tubular your driving was. And the round faced teen adds, Yeah, we haven't had a race against anyone like that in a long time. I told you you'd make a great speedy speed boy. Shock was just going to say, because it was just Hopper and Misha
1: who met Viv and baby Jason at the roller coaster. Oh, really? I was going to say, I'm sorry, do we, have we met before? Uh, I don't believe you did, but Simon Scotch and
2: I met them back in Rouletia. They are two unexpected humans
0: <laughs> that keep <laughs> appearing at very interesting moments. And the one with the shaved hair goes, I'm Bill And the teen responds back, and I'm baby Jason. And we are the Speedy Speed Boys at Work. And they make this motion with their hands where each of them makes, like, an L, and then they cross them over to make a W.
3: Like, loser, winner. (laughs) Hop will be like, it's nice to see you again.
0: It's always a pleasure to see the person who saved us, someone so reckless that they face the Iron Wind themselves.
2: It is sure nice to see you again. And surprising as well. I did not expect to find you in such company.
0: I know. People are always surprised when they see how cool we the speedy speed boys are. And he motions towards the other people in your cabin, which this is who you see in your cabin. You see a man with a large beard and various mutations poking out of his body particularly a lot of mushrooms poking out of his head. (laughs) But the person you're most focused on is the woman sitting in front of you. This person who is formerly known as the astronaut, but now you can see by the way she was pointed to when they said Ein, you can figure out her name is Ein, is probably the most peculiar person you've met so far. She wears this large astronaut suit with these blue gloves that seem to be part of an undersuit. But what's most fascinating to you is her face. She's at this point taken off her helmet, and you can see actually the blue undersuit snakes up to about underneath her chin. And on her face, you see what can only be described as one of those really old dolls, like the ones you find at like your grandma's house. Mm -hmm. She's got these painted on motionless eyes, and this just really colorful paint that seems to be flaking in places and smeared in others. Like she was apparently had freckles at one point, and they're smeared there. The only thing that seems to be immaculately still kept together is actually her icy blue hair, which extends outward. Ellie, you would recognize Ayn as being a visitant called a simile. Similes are these adorable doll-like recreations of human beings. They're extremophiles with extremely bitter bones who struggle in human climates. That's why she has the suit on. And in fact, as she takes the helmet off, you can tell it's a lot colder in here than it normally is in order just to like keep her normal. And you would recognize them from your whirlwind journey of how many species can Emily sleep with?
4: (laughs) Can Emily sleep (laughs) with? Sorry,
1: how many
0: species can Ellie sleep with?
3: (laughs) Okay. <laughs> that makes me feel less bad about the regular amount of times I have typed Emily instead of Ellie. <laughs> it's
2: very similar.
0: <laughs> and the figure turns to all of you and says, Are those comfortable? And she points towards these, like, colorful licorice handcuffs that you all have on all of yourselves. <laughs> oh, we've all been cuffed. All right. Yeah, you've all been cuffed. No. <laughs> so let's go back, let's flash back to what <laughs> happened.
3: Who are these, the Lamos.
0: They're all surrounding you and have their faces covered in shadow. The only thing you can make out of them is their leather coveralls. Oh, sick. Except what looks to be a fusion between an astronaut suit and a pit crew suit with these blue lines running down the side. And the astronaut turns to all of you and for the first time opens her visor, which reveals a tuft of icy blue hair and two large, motionless, painted-on eyes. And the astronaut says, breathless, Misha Jarvis? You. So what happened is this figure got really excited and was like, Misha Jarvis, it is you! And actually tried to walk in for a hug. Um,
2: Misha will allow the hug, but won't necessarily give it back. They will just
0: stand there. (laughs) And this lady, who again, you later know is named Ayn, just starts awkwardly rambling about things. Now, I knew that you would come back eventually. Other people weren't sure, but I had a feeling that somewhere deep down you remembered. And as she keeps rambling, the mushroom man starts slapping these handcuffs on all of you. What about Ness? You'll never take me, (laughs) (laughs) coppers.
3: I'm under arrest. What about
0: Cuba? Cuba just gets one wrapped around him as a whole. And she goes, oh, right. I almost forgot. And now we're going to go back to the present. And Ayn, who has been very silent this whole time, is going to say, I am really sorry about the licorice locks. Are you? It is a mandate by the babyface of the speedy speed boys. And babyface, in this case, is a term for the, like, leader. And if we don't work together as a team, well, then we don't work at all. (laughs) I'm sure he'll understand, though, what happened.
2: Exactly, did we do against whatever rules you have? We were just driving.
0: And the mushroom man turns over to you and says, Oh boy. Well, driving right into the Iron Rind is real dangerous, especially as we were trying to warn you the whole time that it was dangerous. But that's not the reason why. Apparently the babyface has some issue with you, my friend. And he extends his hand out to you, Misha Jarvis. And just says, My name's Fun Guy. Yes. It's because my friends say I'm a fun guy.
4: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh my God. I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What are these made of? Because can I have been sawing
1: through? Yeah, I was going to like, can Shock nibble
0: on the licorice lock and see if it's edible? Can we eat them? You can, but I don't know if you want to. Cause Is it black licorice? Yes. Ew. Nobody wants that.
4: I like black licorice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Ellie's fine. Yeah, Ellie's okay.
4: Because Ellie's very on edge. She's going to step slightly in front of Misha. I've been trying this new thing. Where I'm very compassionate, and <laughs> I don't murder people. But if you're going to threaten one of my children, I can make an exception.
0: And Ein's face turns away again. Did you know that the only species that has survived every single world from the first one to this one is the octopi?
4: Yeah, they're the worst.
0: Oh, well... Uh, I, what, um Okay, well, they're not
4: the worst I just was uh, really mad at one once No, you're right,
0: they're the worst <laughs> No, I beat diplomatic Ness <laughs> Actually on a And she perks up again Actually, on a scale of the most Disliked species, the space Anglers rank high above Any other species on the planet God, well
3: I like space anglers
0: How dare you Ness <laughs> I would have thought it would be humans And, uh, and Fungi says You'll have to forgive Ayn there, she doesn't know how to make friendly conversation, so she just tends to spout out random facts that she knows to show that she's not threatening.
2: Well, here is a random fact for you. Your leader, Babyface, has apparently a problem with me, but the fact is it doesn't seem that he has a problem with the rest of my friends. Then why, if that's the fact, are they also captured with me?
0: And that's when Viv and baby Jason pop up again from the front. Well, that one's simple, Misha. That's because your team is as important as you. And they each whip out an L with one of their hands. Yeah, because alone, we're losers. But together, and they cross their L's to make a W. We're winners.
2: I do not wish to insult you because I do really like you, but the other possibility could be that together you are just two losers. Oh. <laughs> but oh. <laughs> I, did not, I did not mean to apply it to you. It is just another possibility. Just oh. letting you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Misha is not in a good space right now.
0: No, baby Jason, you silly boy. Now is not the time to cry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh no, my apologies, I did not want... You you all are winners. I am just saying that not in every
0: situation the team is responsible for what one other person does. Oh no. And Viv turns back to you. Besides, our babyface is a very kind leader. He should understand your situation. And Ayn, you can tell, is not completely buying that (laughs) as she just faces off into the distance and just murmurs to herself, Yes, be better. And it's at that point you're able to take a look out of this vehicle, out of Big Red. Up to this point, it's been the complete darkness. You've gone back into the Baadenu Forest and it's been completely dark. But then you just see a small neon light with an arrow that says, heading into the Speedy Speed Boys hideout. Welcome to Coachman's Tree. And then, just like that, colors. So many fucking colors assault your vision. And as you focus your eyes, this attack does not let up, but you're able to better piece together where each of the dozens of neon lights originate from. And what you see is what it would look like if you took a broken down amusement park and shoved it into the roots of a giant metal tree.
3: At the absolute assault of colors in this place, Hopper takes out the sunglasses he's had since last arc. <laughs> oh
0: shit. Pods, teacups, floats, they're all haphazardly shoved into wire meshing that, when taken alone, seem to be just tubes lined with glow sticks. But when put into a larger context, these above ground mesh tunnels form a network more akin to the roots of a tree, and you can tell that you're being taken to the center.
2: Misha is pretending that they don't care about any of this, but yes. it's really hard for them because they really like all of the colors. They're just like trying to be like like that, but also just like keep looking at all of the nice
0: colors around <laughs> them. And the colors are most strong where your vehicle stops. You notice through the windows that you're in a large domed space. So the center of this tree, as opposed to being like a trunk, is just a big dome. Lining the outside of this dome, you see giant wooden bleachers and they're filled with people in these leather coveralls and they're chanting something. You can't quite make it out. And as you make your way out of Big Red, you start to hear this chant more. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy! and you get pushed out into the center of this coliseum. As you get pushed out, you see Viv and Baby Jason each give you a thumbs up. Ayn just sets her hand on your shoulder, like kind of comforting, like, okay. And you can see the neon lights form a walkway into the center of this coliseum. Speedy speed boys! And you see at the end, a neon spotlight goes onto this figure who turns around. He's a large man wearing a tank top, sweatpants, and has a giant, like, wrestler belt with a W on it. And he holds a microphone in his hand. Speedy Speed Boys, repeat after me! And he lifts up his other hand and makes an L shape with his fingers. Alone, we're losers! And everyone else in the crowd takes their L's and crosses it with their friend. And you hear them chant back, But together we're winners! That's right, Speedy Speed Boys! And today, we're gonna finally find ourselves confronted with the biggest loser of them all. Someone who acted entirely of their own accord. And the light shines down on you, Misha, and everyone else around you, but it's really focused on you.
3: Misha, did you do something like I did? Ness is waving to the crowd because he thinks he's a celebrity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me you've forgotten, Misha Jarvis. Don't tell me you've forgotten what you've done.
2: Well... And what if I did?
0: (laughs) Well, in that case, let me remind you of who you're dealing with. Misha Jarvis, you have been summoned to face punishment for your crimes. You have come to face off once and for all against your greatest rival and the leader of the Speedy Speed Boys. You've come to face off against me, Jimmy Wynn. Announcement break for Quest Friends episode 61: One Neon Night Part 3. I realized after editing last episode's announcement break that having our arc start with the word one can be very confusing when doing numbers, but I've committed to it. So it's just going to sound a little weird every time I say the episode number and then the arc number. So our last couple of announcements breaks have been kind of busy. And as a result, I haven't been able to put forward the proper credit for things like names, characters, and sensitivity readers. So I'm going to go through each of those in kind. First off, I want to give a big shout out to Kyle Patrick or It's Ya Boy Frotus uh, with underscores between each word and there's a link below that you can see how it's spelled back for our one year anniversary we raffled off a lot of things and one of them was an npc that an audience member was able to include and kyle has been infinitely patient as i have taken his idea and put the character in the last arc possible. While her Quest Friends version is different from her original version, ein is based off an original character of Kyle. He told me all about this character and the context she existed in, and then worked with me to take that character and really adapt her for the Quest Friends universe. So just thank you so much, Kyle, for bringing ein to the show, and I really hope you are enjoying her, as I hope everyone else is. Some other parts of the show that have come from audience engagement are two names which come from our name pool. If anyone is not familiar with our name pool, if you tweet or Tumblr out at us with the hashtag #QuestFriends, you get added to a pool that I use when naming things like areas, locations, events, people. Uh, Basically, if I don't have a strong name in mind already, I'll go to the pool. For example, the civilization of Voss, which was what Lowell was talking about all the way back in episode one, is actually named for Ginny Voss or at Ginny underscore Voss on Twitter. And Jimmy Wynn is named for Peter Wynn or at Peter the Wynn, also on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening to the show and for sharing your thoughts about it. Again, if you want to be included on the name pool, just tweet or Tumblr out with the hashtag QuestFriends. I should note that I only use the hashtag when adding folks to the pool. If someone ats us, I do not add them to the pool just so that folks can reach out to us without worrying of getting their name added to a pool if they don't necessarily want it there. Finally, two more final credits. Big Red, the giant Volkswagen Beetle, is named for an actual giant Volkswagen Beetle called Big Red. It's not as big as our Quest Friends version, but... As someone who has been inside of Big Red, it's pretty dang big. If you want to learn more about Big Red and the Walter community of giant vehicles, which is a project that Emily's father actually has a large part in, you can check out a link to that below. Finally, down by Kyle, down by Ginny, down by Peter, down by the Walter family of vehicles, you can find a link to the sensitivity readers that we contacted for this arc. Every time we do a new arc on Quest Friends, we reach out to a handful of sensitivity readers on specific topics. So, for example, we talked to a lot of folks about Misha's arc and really making sure that that was not getting into any bad territory. We also talked a lot about Ayn and how to represent the fact that she is blind, which has not come up yet, but will come up, I think I mentioned it, next episode. So if you're interested in some sensitivity reading, you can find a link to those folks below. Alongside, again, the giant cars, which I cannot stress enough, are really, really cool. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Our episodes have been a bit late these past few weeks. I'm actually going to be taking a week off of work uh, in a little bit, in a short while, to hopefully get ahead of that so that we're releasing consistently on Mondays again. So with that in mind, while it is no guarantee, our goal is to have the Cookie Con Part 2 out in only a few days, out on Monday, July 13th that same day at 7pm central we will be having our final episode of Sonic Adventure 2 Roleplay the role-playing stream where Hallie and I and some other actual play podcasters get together and retell the story of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle so that, again that will be on Twitch so we'll have an episode in the morning we'll have a Twitch stream at the night and then the week after that on Monday July 20th we will be releasing our next episode One Neon Night Part 4 I'll see you then Okay, so there are three things that you need to know about Jimmy. First, Jimmy is built. He's looks like one of those, like, world's strongest men who pulls trains. He's just a fucking square of fat and muscle. The second thing about Jimmy is that he's transgender. And the third and most important thing about Jimmy Wynn that you need to know is that Jimmy's got beef. With you, Misha Jarvis!
4: Misha, do you need me to stab him? (laughs) Uh, no, it is okay, L.E.B. Are you sure? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I can. Did you wink?
2: (laughs) It is okay. I do not know why this person is calling me his greatest rival, but I can handle this myself. You do not need to get involved. Oh, Come
0: yeah. On. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just got broken to the Kool Aid Man just, for just a second. The Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Misha.
3: It's funny because, like, instead of making an entrance, like the Kool Aid Man has just been there the entire time <laughs> and no one <laughs> noticed. And that's really funny. Uh,
0: Are you entirely okay, Hallie? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, let's just say, let's just say the Kool Aid Man <laughs> is over there in the corner <laughs> and he just excitedly goes, "Oh yeah!" He's been there the whole time. Just in response to everything that Jimmy's about to say, he's just Jimmy's hype man. <laughs> Have they
1: ever done a tag team wrestling championship? What? Kool Aid Man and Jimmy win. Have they ever done like a tag
0: team <laughs> wrestling championship? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They they go they go way back.
3: So it's the high C man. He's the hype man. <laughs> He's high
0: C. Oh, that's right. Misha Jarvis does not need anybody else to do a murder. For Misha Jarvis is the most ferocious heel in all the ninth world. And you can hear the crowd go. <laughs> they were like whispering to themselves real afraid.
2: Misha will look really uncomfortable at that, but they will they will try to appear unfazed, but it's kind of not <laughs>
4: possible. <laughs> Has he even met Misha?
0: Oh, you're questioning? Are you questioning my understanding of
4: Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs>
0: well, and then he realizes that you're like a very old lady, <laughs> and you can just see his complexion waver a little bit because he's not used to being mean to grandmas. <laughs> and he's like, Well, uh, ma'am, let me explain, let Jimmy explain himself. You see, I have never met Misha Jarvis, but and he looks to the side dramatically, but that they did to my grandpa, my old papa. They ruined his reputation and the reputation of the Speedy Speed Boys. We all know it, they all think of the Speedy Speed Boys as dangerous. And everyone else goes, dangerous! They think of us as monsters. And the crowd goes, MONSTERS! They think of us as murderers. And the crowd goes, Murderer. And those words echo throughout the Coliseum you're in. But they echo in a different tone for a brief second in the back of Misha's mind. Monster
1: Murder! Okay. Can Shock shout something out and say, Alright, that's that's great at all, but How about you present us some evidence? What are you even talking about? How do we even know that Misha Jarvis has ever been here? There are lots of different Jarvis models, probably.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shock, Ellie, I I, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but you truly haven't met me for long. and How would you know that they are not correct on things?
0: And how do we know you, the pit crew, are not collaborators with this ferocious heel?
1: What are you even talking about? Heels? Pit crews? What does any of this mean?
0: What this means, boy. I'm sorry. Boyo? Boyo? Boy-o.
1: Shock's gonna do a pouty face, like that dipper pout that I sent in the old days.
0: The best part is that Jimmy is probably like at oldest 20 years old. Oh boy. He is probably the same age, if not younger than Shock. Small babby wrestler. <laughs> Misha Jarvis is the reason why the reputation of the speedy speed boys has been tainted for 45 years. 45 years. Misha is the speedy speed boy who ruined the reputation for the rest of us. And now, it is time for them to face the righteous justice of Jimmy. And at that point, two voices pop out in unison. We demand a trial by drift. And the crowd goes silent. And another spotlight appears and you can see that it is focused on arm and arm baby jason and viv and uh jimmy says baby jason and viv what is this nonsense the only nonsense that's going around is how you're mistreating our good friend. Yeah, that's totally right. Remember that righteous drifter we talked about who saved us back in Rulettia? And everyone was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, they, they almost got themselves killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that drifter was none other than this Misha, who I think it's very unreasonable you're calling them a murderer. So and they repeat again, we we demand demand a trial by drift, drift, as is every right of the Speedy Speed Boys.
3: So Hop's been pretty quiet because he doesn't know what their response is to everything that's going on is going to do. But he has been taking notes about like, oh, there was a murder 45 years ago. That's why I was warned about the speed boys. I assume that his hands- Let me
0: update the court record quickly.
3: Exactly. I assume that his hands are still cuffed, but he's managed with his little like historical adventurous journal taking notes. But at trial by drift, he's like, what is a trial by drift? That's that's where he loses it. What is that?
0: And Jimmy just is like, well. And the crowd starts murmuring again, and, you can, and Jimmy can feel the tides of the crowd turn against him. As any good wrestler knows, you play to the crowd. And he's like... <sighs> well, you may be right, but I have the right to reserve the racetrack. And I say that we have that race on Fallen Ruins Road. And as he says that, the crowd just has giant gasps. They're just like... <gasps> no one's done Fallen Ruins Road. It's too dangerous. Even the speedy speed boys were like all about like, yeah, danger. Just like this is this is too much, Jimmy. Jimmy, what if you get hurt? In fact, the the Kool-Aid man you can see is even like, oh, no.
4: (laughs) Are Viv and baby Jason also concerned? Because they were just repeatedly riding the world's deadliest roller coaster. And I feel like that's a great gauge of how concerned
0: we should be. And in fact... They remembering the world's deadliest roller coaster, just turn over to Misha and give them a big thumbs up. Like, this is great. This is gonna be great for you. This is a great position to be in. This is the best case scenario. You're welcome.
2: Well, I I would like to first of all apologize for whatever it is I did before. I did not intend to do that. It's really complicated about my situation, but what Why now, why do I have to participate in this challenge? Is there any other way that I can show that I am sorry for whatever it is I did before? I do not wish to participate in this if it's as dangerous as you say it is. I do not want anybody hurt by it, including you.
0: Oh, Jimmy's mad at that last one. <laughs> you're going to say this to Jimmy? You're going to tell Jimmy that you're sorry and you don't want to see Jimmy hurt? Well, and a tear rolls down his the <laughs> cheek. There are more kinds of pain than physical pain. Jimmy's been hurting for a long time. Oh, no. And he's ready to take more to prove that you, Misha Jarvis, are guilty. So when nature's spotlight. And he points up to a clearing, a small clearing in like the trees at the very top where there's a little bit of sun that could come in. When nature's spotlight illuminates the stage, you and I are gonna have a race. If you win, then you get innocent. But when I win, the world will know that the speedy speed boys are greater than the heel Misha Jarvis.
2: I have any say on this? I have already claimed that I do believe I am guilty of whatever you say. I do not wish to win to be innocent of anything.
0: <laughs> um. I
2: feel like Hopper and-
3: would have feelings about this justice system. Oh, well, Hopper's like, Hopper, like, can't. He's trying to formulate words in the background, but he's just like,
0: um, and at that point, Ellie, so you've been keeping eyes on your captors, for lack of a better word, and also Viv and baby Jason, because like they are also captors, but it's it's hard to count them. They're pretty chill. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they are captors. They're just chill captors, but also so is fun guy. So honestly, you're only paying attention to the only one who hasn't been chill, who feels like to you the real ringleader who isn't Jimmy, at least. You've been paying attention to Ayn. Yeah, I have. And she's been like nervous this whole time. She's been like kind of tapping her fingers nervously, like tapping her legs. She's pretty motionless. Otherwise she's like both still paying as much attention as she can, but also like just little tiny movements. So she's both very still and also moving all the time, but she doesn't seem to want to speak up. But then as Misha says, no, I've already proven I'm guilty. Just like, give me the punishment or whatever. She suddenly pipes up and pronounces to Jimmy, We will gladly accept the trial by drift. And the crowd fucking erupts. <clears throat> oh boy, trial by drift. Haven't seen one of those in a long time. I'm awfully excited. Aren't all of you? Um, no, no. no not, at the same time, they're all saying no.
3: Neskos, yes. <laughs> yes. His eyes are saucers, that whole, <laughs> that whole exchange. He was, like, so
1: pumped up. Ness has found his people. Yes, he <laughs> really
3: has. Like, yeah, it sucks they're accusing Misha of murder, but, like, trade-offs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are all walking through one of the mesh tunnels of the Speedy Speedboy uh, hideout. What, what the fuck did I call it? Coachman's, Coachman's tree. Yeah. You're going through the, the mesh tunnels. They're the equivalent to hallways. You are being escorted by, you know, high guards. And by that, I mean, none of you are handcuffed. And you're just walking with fun guy who is honestly walking alongside you. Like you could bolt or beat him up or just walk away. And he doesn't look like he would stop you. But he seems to be taking you someplace. So you might as well figure out where. He may as well just be polite captive. <laughs>
2: as we walk, Misha will try but I know I know they can't because I know Shock has been caught of that but they will try to like communicate with Shock and, and ask him like why don't we just leave? Like why don't we just leave? What's keeping us from doing it? But they won't be able to do it and they will just look really frustrated at that because they can't say things out loud with fungi there.
0: I like to say that you're normally making the eye contact you do or like you're missing eye contact like Misha will look and normally you would look and say something and you would both look at each other but like you You look, and then you look away, and then Shock looks at you because he saw, like, your eyes, and he looks at you, and then he looks away, and you're just, like, not in sync right now.
4: Ellie is now, once again, spiraling, because now she is concerned that, okay, first they're together, now they're having relationship troubles. (laughs) Oh, no!
1: I just want to put Ellie badge on the phone with the nano (laughs) spirit. conference call my mom in
3: well (laughs) all that is happening Pop. now that he's not on a stage with a million people around and like lights on him is like okay so legally how how does this go he's trying to get info from fun guy
0: well fun guy gets real deep in thought well legally what does that word mean
3: um i'm not
0: familiar with it
3: well um (laughs) the law is something that is in place to keep um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for it takes a second to think how <laughs> to explain the law and, like, legal moral implications hopper none of this is legal (laughs) no no that's he doesn't the reason (laughs) he stopped is because he doesn't really know well a law just makes sure that things happen a certain way you know so that everything happens fairly and so that justice is eventually (laughs) served so so i guess trial by drifting is like your community's way of enforcing justice
0: oh that's right i understand now well, whenever the speedy speed boys have some kind of disagreement, which you would be surprised at how little that happens, we do a trial by drift. Whoever goes faster has got to be right.
3: Okay, and this, um, this incident happened 45 years ago, and there's no, like, statute of limitations on, on things?
0: Um, well, he starts scratching his head. Well, honestly, I don't remember any statue except for that weird top hat one that Viv and Baby Jason brought in a few weeks ago.
3: Sorry, um, do crimes like expire? Can you not challenge someone to a race for something after a certain amount of time? Oh
0: how long can fun guy hold a single note? <laughs> This reminds me of when I was just a little toadstool sitting in. Oh, wait, that's the wrong batch of memories. I'm sorry. I just tend to be forgetful sometimes. What was your question again? What
1: are they going to do to Misha Jarvis if Jimmy Wynn says they're guilty?
0: (sighs) And he makes a grimace. Ah, you know, honestly, I'm not I'm not so sure Jimmy is awful mad. He might go even so far as to make them write a formal apology.
2: Well, if if that is the case, I can write it. Is there no precedent for anybody refusing to fight in this race? I do not wish to do this. I can write an apology. I can do whatever the guilty consequences are.
1: He didn't really sound like he wanted an apology, muttered. but...
2: I suppose I could just sit and not drive the car. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. That's just such a a power move. (laughs) Just sit there and not move. Just put it in reverse and go the opposite direction.
0: <laughs> well, I suppose that's possible, but I've already accepted the race on your behalf. Why? That is a good question. What is her stake in all of this? Oh, and he gets real excited because now he's got a topic he can talk about, <laughs> at least to the best of his ability, because he he d- is still pretty forgetful. You know, he's got memories of himself and probably a dozen mushrooms and they're all kind of like merged into one consciousness. <laughs>
3: All (laughs) these toads screaming!
0: The toad gift. Yeah, they all sound like toad from Mario. That's right. Just occasionally. Oh God, please. Oh, well, Anne has been with the Speedy Speed Boys from before even I joined the Speedy Speed Boys. She looks out for all of us here at the Speedy Speed Boys. Even those who don't know her that well have at least, you know, gotten something from Anne. I I would guess she was just, you know, looking out for the kiddos like she always does.
2: Is there's some sort of lifelong commitment to being a speedy speedboy. As I understand, I was one before, but I do not feel like part of that now. So if I am not one, does that exclude me from this and from her deciding on my behalf?
0: He looks and you just like the windows. <laughs> you, see, you see that going through his head as the idea of him, you being a speedy speed boy, but not being a speedy speed boy. But Ayn called you a speedy speed boy and so did Jimmy. And like, it's just too much for, for him to follow.
2: <laughs> like imagine like some toads get it, other toads don't get it.
4: They're just having an internal argument with each
2: other.
0: <laughs> inside your head, you just hear, as, like, two armies of toads charge at each other.
4: He has, a, like, literally one on each shoulder. Just
0: screaming, hello into each ear. <laughs> Listen, Fungi is just, he's just a friendly old man who likes to drift, okay? You're asking entirely too much of him.
3: How, how, how does one become a speedy speed boy?
0: Oh, become a speedy speed boy. Uh, do you, uh, do you want to be a speedy speed boy? So much. Well, then you're a speedy speed boy. I'm a
3: speedy speed boy! Yeah! Jacques, I'm a speedy speed boy! Ellie, I'm a speedy speed boy! Misha, I'm a speedy speed boy! Hopper, I'm a speedy speed boy! Eee! And he's gonna run off into the distance. Ooh. He's not so far ahead of them, but he is like, "Whee!" He's going
1: fast.
0: Shock, despite himself, is gonna smile a little bit at that. He
1: can't help it.
0: <laughs> and then you hear a uh, as Kubo, who's been just rolling alongside you this whole time, finally decides to pipe up. Kubo, the Speedy Speed Boy. Logging that information in my database. <coughs> Ness, Speedy Speed Boy, is now logged in my database. <coughs> but Misha Jarvis, from my understanding, the Speedy Speed Boys do not have evidence that you have committed this crime. I... Do you have evidence that you have not stated I... that you have committed it? I will admit I do not. I guess all I
2: have as evidence is just the feeling that I did it.
0: Hmm.
3: I don't think that's strong enough evidence to get a guilty verdict.
1: We can find, we can find the truth. I just, we can try to run away from these people, but I don't think you should just surrender to them. We don't know enough about their intentions yet.
2: I suppose that is true. I think it is too easy that it appears that we are free to go whenever. We can try, but I am afraid that if we all do that, then you all might also get into the problems that only I have. So if if what they want is to have me, then they can have me.
1: No, we've all been to this before. We're not leaving any of us behind. Every one of us has had something dangerous in our past come back to us. It's No. I'm, I'm not going to abandon you, Misha Jarvis. We'll, we'll all be here.
4: We're in this together, Misha. Upper nods. At that, Misha will hug Shock really tightly. Ellie feels very relieved for their relationship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, it should go without saying, Shock is also hugging,
2: of course. Aww. I'm just very scared about all of this, Shock. I'm sorry.
1: I understand. I'm scared too, but we will figure out how to get out of this.
2: Yes. Thank you. To all of you. And they would look at Nellie and
1: Hopper and maybe Ness. Ness, who's
0: just like in the background, still shouting,
2: Ah,
3: <laughs> oh, the speedy speed boy!
0: <laughs> <laughs> and as you get out of the hug, you can see that fun guy is actually motioning to a room that seems to be your cell of sorts. And as you all make your way inside, Ness, who's just running back, flapping his arms as he comes up to everyone, he notices something. He notices Misha's scarf pick up and kind of turn around like a dog trying to sniff something out.
3: Um, I assume Ness, Ness has seen the scarf. Yeah. So Ness will just fought, like look in the direction the scarf is sniffing. <laughs>
0: you don't see something because it's looking all around. In fact, actually, no, you get dizzy because it looks like it's sniffing something out and you're just like, there, 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 there. And you end up just turning around too many times and you've already been overhyped. So you're just very dizzy now. (laughs) um,
3: Ness considers for the briefest of seconds. He's like, oh, I'm going to find out what that's about. And he starts to walk away and then does an about face and comes back (laughs) because he remembers the last time he did that. Oh, Oh,
0: no. (laughs) So you go into your room, which is just, I mean, it's its pretty trashy. There's like wood and it's like haphazardly hammered with nails into like the wire meshing. Instead of wallpaper, there's like paint that is, it's just tech paint that when you paint it, it makes a wallpaper like design. But on the inside, it just looks like a room for like kids. You can see that there are many beds, which are inside of tiny little plastic race cars. So each of you gets your own different race car kind of bed. I had a
4: car bed when I was little. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it was like a VW bug kind oh. of little car bed. Yeah. Uh.
0: So you can all choose your own car bed, but I like to believe that the one uh, Shock is in is one where it's like the motorcycle and the little cubby on the side. Oh. So Shock's bed is the one that's like the motorcycle, and then Ness gets the little cubby. It's the
4: little sidecar. <laughs>
0: Yes, please. And Fungi just says, well, make sure to all get a uh, good night's sleep. You can find your pajamas in the front hood and uh, get a good night's sleep. And I'll all see you when the natural sunlight hits that stage tomorrow morning.
3: Did they take all our stuff?
0: No, you have all your stuff. They just also have pajamas for you. But
3: we have pajamas.
0: We have pajamas. Listen, you're not wearing pajamas now, so they thought it would be nice to offer you some pajamas. Okay. It's one of those houses where they have like guest pajamas
1: set out for you. Yeah,
0: oh. yeah. It's like leaving out guest pajamas. In fact, there's a mint <laughs> on every pillow as well. Oh, that's cute. Except they there aren't mints. It's like if a kid gave you mints, so they're like gushers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> gushers. Gross.
0: So yeah, you're in there. There's a bunch of beds, one for each of you. And then there's a triple decker bus in the other corner.
2: So even though Misha doesn't sleep, they will lay next to
4: Shock. Aw. Aw. So what now? Well, could we leave and walk around? They didn't say that we couldn't.
0: Uh, You can see on the foot of one of your beds, there's a helpful little map of Coachman's tree, which seems to be hand-drawn. Like, each one is a bit different, so you can tell each one was drawn separately by hand.
3: Aww, they're so cute. Hopper will start studying the little hand-drawn map.
0: It's absolutely unintelligible.
2: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Um, It is very confusing because it appears on the one hand that we are free to move around and do things, but I am afraid that it might have consequences that we don't know about. Well, it's probably... probably safest I guess to just stay
3: in here but I mean Misha are you presumably you have to race tomorrow
2: yeah I, I still do not know if I will do it I mean I suppose I will go and sit there but I still do not want to do it you mentioned not having evidence and that a feeling is not solid enough evidence and I suppose I agree but I also feel like it will be the easiest way out. I don't want to risk anybody getting hurt in- including including Jimmy as much as I do not like him. I wouldn't mind if
4: he got like a little bit <laughs> injured.
3: <laughs> you can take him, Misha.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't take him, Misha. I- I do not want to take him with us!
0: (laughs) Why would I do that? Excuse me, I have found multiple definitions of the phrase take him in my database. Oh, please define. Well, take him can be interpreted one of three ways. There is the violent way of fighting. There is the friendly way, or I guess sometimes not friendly way, of bringing someone along with you. And then there is the romantic way of finding- Nope!
2: Oh, well I suppose Ness meant the first one because- Ness meant the first one! (laughs) I have already taken shock! (laughs) (laughs) Nope!
3: Hopper just studies the map a little bit harder. (laughs) Ness, meanwhile, has taken some of the pajamas from the little hoods. He's tied (laughs) at least three in like three different capes around his little robot body and he goes yeah yeah i met the first one
2: like just just hit him really hard you know i bet you could do it (laughs) i suppose i could but i do not want to be even more guilty in their eyes misha
3: makes a good point (laughs) i think we need to get ein here that's a good idea could we is there is
4: there like a call button in here there's a hallway right uh yeah i'm just gonna start yelling down the hallway Oi! Hey! <laughs> Oi! Anybody! Hey!
0: The coolie man bursts through the wall. Oh, yeah! Has <laughs> he been in the room the whole time. Ellie jumps and flails. <laughs> no, he, he's in the hallway. He, yeah, he's in, he's your next door neighbor. The Cooley Oh, man. I thought he was,
4: like,
2: in our room the whole time. He
0: bursts out of, like, a wardrobe or something. Oh, yeah! <laughs> he
2: was inside one of the <laughs> tiny little carpets! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, fuck it. The Kool-Aid man's there. He goes, Oh yeah
3: Oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah
0: <laughs> he right back. <laughs> Oh yeah And he gives you finger guns Ness as he just goes back through the wall
4: <laughs> Ness returns them. Wait, no 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 can you come actually no, I was I was calling for someone. Does he come back or has he left? <laughs>
0: He leaves and you just see two people in coveralls just sigh and they just like walk in and they just start like covering up the wall <laughs> <laughs> with more stuff, just filling it in. Just fixing it. But you do hear a voice come from the triple decker bus. Ah, yes. Now that sounds like the customers we're used to. Oh my God. Poomst. Tattertop? And suddenly, the side of the car flies open, and you just see stumble out of it the Penny Brothers. Oh, it was Tattertop. Of course it is I, Tattertop Penny. And it is I, Ignatius Penny. And and you just hear some bloop bloops from the top bunk as you just see down, staring at this wing pal. No. Hamish Penny, who doesn't even look at you and just goes... Eh, like, real depressed.
4: (laughs) Well, I was gonna ask if you were feeling happier, uh, here, why ever you're here. Um, are you also prisoners?
0: Prisoners of the Speedy Speed Boys? No, not at all. Prisoners of the Winds of Chance. Well, he looks to Hamish and just kind of like shrugs. (laughs) Well, after all, after what happened on the- Tattertop. No, we do not talk about the P-R-O-D-I-G-I-O-U-S incident. Uh, not that it matters. Oh, Gerald leveled up. (sighs) Fun. Is Gerald back? No, that is just what our brother calls his uh, Tomagotchi. Yes, Hamish was very excited. Uh, he had modified some wing pals to have these animal companions on them, such as anines or, uh, quats, which quats are duck cats for reference.
1: <laughs> oh, gross.
0: And he was very excited to sell them on the prodigious when folks came back from break. But, uh. Oh. So we tried to make some sales in the beyond. It was my mistake. I forgot that our brother was looking for actual money and not just useless garbage people pick up from the ground. As Shock had learned from Lowell a long time ago, they don't have currency out in the beyond, so... Short version is they couldn't sell to kids on the Prodigious and they went bankrupt. Oh, no. And Hamish is not taking it well. You can actually see in the corner, there's just a deflated version of the tent. It's just kind of like not set up properly. It's like hanging in a little bit. It's just not great.
1: Economic insecurity is bad, but at least Hamish didn't get dumped again.
0: Oh, no, that happened too. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ellie, who had been like making slashing, stop talking gestures, just lets her hands fall.
0: <laughs> so, why are our favorite and only non-prodigious customers here today? Have you also met with financial woes? Not particularly. No, we're just uh, <laughs> we're just out here trying to uh, stop a cataclysm. That that's uh, that sort of thing. Hamish's eyes spark as he hears Stop a Cataclysm, but then you hear a little sound as his quats named Gerald, as his tomagotchi <laughs> gets hungry, and he just slumps further and keeps playing.
2: So. So.
0: so. A race I hear. Oh, that's very exciting. The details are yet to be determined. Well, I have complete faith in all of you. The standard racetrack is very rudimentary, honestly.
3: Uh, what do you know about the Fallen Ruins racetrack?
0: And you hear like a, do <gasps> you don't think that two ke- people could do a crowd of gasps, but you would be <laughs> surprised. Even Tattertop's like, ooh, <laughs> Fallen Ruins Road, you say? Have you by chance a yearning for death? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Holy shit. I Misha's been challenged to a race on that track.
2: One I do not wish to participate in. I would like to clarify this.
0: Oh, I understand that and Hamish is just, he doesn't even look, but he's like, you know, you think you know what you want. You want to open a small business and then you take out a lot of money for it and you get real excited by a lot of merchandise. But then you find out you you can't actually sell to anyone except for four people. And then you, you, you expand your market and your business is doing great, but you feel like you just gave up a part of yourself. And then that business fails. And then you get dumped again. And at this point, he's just slumped over the edge of the bed. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Fallen Ruins Road. Oh, it's haunted.
3: By what?
0: Well, what couldn't it be haunted by? Memories of
1: past regrets.
0: Oh, yes. And you can see his eyes get a little too, like, big with excitement. Fallen Ruins Road is named that because it fell on this land 40 years ago. It carries both the regrets of those who fell in it, and the regrets of the speedy speed boys it fell on.
1: Wait a minute. Forty years ago, and Shock is having an Ace Attorney moment. <laughs> the math meme. What if?
3: But that was 45 years ago.
1: One incident was 45 years ago. Could could these ruins be the location we're hunting for?
4: Seems plausible given the timing and the fact that it's something that fell from the sky. And what
1: if Jimmy Wynn didn't just choose this at random? It's connected to whatever incident dishonored his grandpa all those years ago. What if there's evidence there in the ruins along with, you know, Brett's blessing? We could, we could find everything there
0: maybe.
2: That sounds very convenient (laughs) for us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look at Misha over here in the corner with all of their lampshades.
2: <laughs>
0: Disrespect.
2: The thing is they didn't
4: meant it to be a lamp. I mean, I, I did, but they didn't meant it like that. Hey, Ignatius. Yes? You know how you uh, made me my claws?
0: Yes?
4: Are you still making anything? I don't know that I have like a lot of money, but you seem like you really need to have something to do, don't you? Uh,
0: And he's already got like a notepad (laughs) out and specs and he looks up. What?
4: I want to actually pull him over to the side a little bit Mm -hmm. out of earshot. Mm -hmm. I need you to make me a chair. Okay. I need you not to show anyone until it's done. Okay. And I need it to be little
0: oh okay okay i got all that noted down and he rushes back and opens up the tent and he and he like pats hamish's legs like hamish we've got business again and hamish is like yeah yeah and tattertop showing respect for his brother for the first time in his goddamn life is like you know these ruins are very haunted the remainders of you would not want some fantastical artifacts or new Manera for the greatest of adventures, would you? Well, I wouldn't say no.
1: I, I don't have a lot of money I can give you for it, though. Oh, well.
0: And he looks up to Hamish and says, It will be enough. Hamish! And he just rips the tomagotchi out of his hand. <laughs> Please take the customer's orders. All right, so each of you gets an item. So Ali's getting a chair. Shock, what do you want? Shock finds an
1: artifact called a filtration straw. Water that passes through this tube is purified. Most liquids other than water drawn through a tube come out as water. Or mostly water.
0: That's it. That's all there is to it. Allie, what did? What do you want?
3: Um, I said something different earlier. I'm actually gonna take the Whisper Lock. This is similar to a padlock, made of powerful synth steel or strong glass, except that it has no keyhole. It opens with a secret word selected when it is initially locked. The word must be spoken, and the lock itself comes with a shoebox-sized
2: container.
0: And, uh, Ari, what do you want?
2: I was thinking of the Nakamura pair of Silver non-chucks, one of which shoots a thin red beam like a laser pointer that extends a hundred feet approximately. The user then moves the other non-chuck to email how it would like the object touched by the laser to add.
0: It's basically Wiimote and Nunchuck. Yeah. Where you point at one thing with the Wiimote and you move it with the Nunchuck. God. Yeah. All right, perfect. So you each get all of those. After he takes your orders, Hamish like tries to offer it to Tattertop, and Tattertop refuses and is like, no, no, you get it. And so Hamish goes in and he grabs some items. Eventually, Hamish comes out with the three items and all of those, and he actually has a notepad, and he's a little more excited. He's like, oh, I actually found a whole lot of stuff back there. You know, I found some generic supplies. I found, what the fuck do they have in their inventory? <laughs> um, I found a lot of uh, shaper keys. I found some recorder gum. I found a whole lot of mess. It's going to take a long time to, to relook at all of that. Oh, and I actually have, and he goes to you, He says, I actually have this thing called a tomagachi. It's like a small little animal you, you, you take care of. That's it? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's great. I want it. <laughs> You just swipe it out of his hand. Yeah, he just takes it. Okay, what what animal is your tomagachi and what is its name? Oh my god!
3: Um, oh no, <laughs> putting you on this, but um, Ness wants a raccoon, a horrible ninth world raccoon. Okay, he's gonna name it. Um, he names it Nespari. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nespari, my raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> he is terrible.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Alright, so you've got all these items, and Hamish, who is perked up a little bit, actually gets another emotion that isn't just depression. He expresses a little bit of concern, and he says, Uh, do be careful, please. They weren't joking that, uh, well, Fallen Bruin Road is haunted. I, I would, I, I just want to make sure that, um, I just would like to make sure that you are all, uh, cautious. Thank
2: you. I appreciate the advice.
0: Of course, uh, come back. And he can't help himself, and he accidentally slips up. Come back anytime.
1: Is it bad that when Misha started, here is a random fact for you, I thought it was going to be something like, go fuck yourself, even (laughs) though that's not a Misha line.
3: (laughs) I was waiting for it. (laughs) Just
1: waiting for the intense shade.
3: I mean, the tone for me was, go fuck yourself anyway.
2: That's what I tried to go. I tried to do, to be sass, but Misha- Sometimes
1: Ari is willing, but the
0: character just isn't. Also, I believe- I'm going to say they took the cuffs off of everyone, but forgot about Hopper, because I find that very funny.
3: (laughs) Wow. Hopper wouldn't have said anything. (laughs) Like, as far as he knows, the path of least resistance is the best one for now, (laughs) unlike everybody else who's just yelling right back at Jimmy when he's trying to get a
0: beat on
2: his surroundings.
0: God, doing Jimmy's voice has wrecked me already.
2: You make these choices. You got rid of of Virgil, and then immediately
4: brought it (laughs) Jimmy. Yeah.
0: It's fine. Is anyone else piping in?
1: Can I?
3: Can I? Can I say? Hopper's confused, and he's like, because Misha seems so willing to accept a guilty verdict. I did very dramatic air quotes at guilty verdict. He's going to step forward and say, "Um, sorry, hi. If if we proved that Misha Jarvis didn't commit the murder through some other means, would would that be acceptable?"
2: This is just turning into an Ace Attorney arc. Yeah.
1: Look, there's a reason I called it an Ace Attorney moment, because has there been a single Ace Attorney game where it's like, no, your two backstories are actually the same backstory. (laughs) Just need to edit in some DL6 music, obviously. (laughs) Can we we make, like, a Quest Friends hack of DL6? What if we play DL6 on Kazoo? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Alternatively. <laughs>
3: That's that's that was gonna be my next edition. God, <laughs> Sandsteel Samurai,
2: Sandsteel Samurai. It's the best, it's the best, it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> this game has ruined us, truly.
1: Really. You've <laughs> fully ruined it,
4: Kyle, When you complain about how long recordings take. Hey, Ignatius.
0: Yes. No, (laughs) wrong (laughs) person.